Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. It's been a while since I've done this, but it's only 179 days now to week zero of college football. I heard, I think it was the guy dressed in uh, blue and gold yesterday that said, can y'all believe February is already over? I mean, I'm the one that gets uh, criticized about counting things down, but February did fly by, did it not? Well, I mean, I don't think that's like a, a statement on uh, where we are in life to say February flew by. Yeah, I'm fine It's a with little Febu- different than saying, man, you guys realize third of the college football yeah. season is over. Yeah. I'm fine with February being over. It's well, the college football season. You don't, I don't February like, is by yeah. far, if we did a poll of 12 months, everybody would vote February the worst month. Yeah, it's a bad month. Yeah. As I always tell Includes you. Includes the Super Bowl, though. That, I, that's does. the only redeeming quality of February. As I always tell you, for me, Valentine's Day is a... Is a signpost in the road. Once you get past Valentine's Day, most of the bad weather is behind you. That's not to say you're not going to get the random days, but the days of 40 degrees on top of one another in Birmingham are behind you once you get to Valentine's. The majority. I would say once we get to Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday symbolizes yeah. here comes the spring. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's they no have savings time for me, which are they the same? I think it's... No, it's think, in a, one Sunday before, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's one Sunday before Selection Sunday. Um, but like today's the warmest day of the year. 77. 77. I'll be on a golf course yesterday. March we'll, 10th. We'll, we'll beat that record. March 10th. What? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It's next Sunday. Are you guys playing together? Uh, no, we are not. We are not. We are team Roback today. We're representing yep, Roback, right. Roback.com. Promo code TNR20. Well, that's what timing. Yeah. Works yeah. out really good. 20% I'm, off your initial order and free shipping. I'm a professional. Time those things up really good back there. In a yeah. moment, I'll tell you about our friends at Bud Light when hey, it pops up back yeah, there. Yeah, I know. But the, the beauty about this time of year, now I was seeing Troy in the chat room earlier say that where he lives, they had their warmest day of the year last year. And I don't know where Troy lives. Warmest day of the last year, and it's snowing today. So I could never live in a situation like that where, like, back-to-back days, it's your warmest day of the year, and then it snows the next day. Sounds um, like he's in Johnson City, Tennessee. Could be. I have no earthly idea. No clue. But I like this time of year because you get the warm days without the pollen. And that's key. I mean, you don't have any yeah, pollen. Pollen will be here in two weeks. Oh, it will be. That's right. I thought I saw a little dusting of pollen yesterday when I was leaving work. Congratulations to the Meltdown guys. I hope you got a, a chance to tune in for that. Their first show yesterday, two o'clock central. They're back at it with show number two a little bit later on. Troy's up in Kentucky. Troy, I used to live in Kentucky, and you're exactly right. It was it. It would be hot one day and a blizzard the next. It was a crazy weather state. Meltdown at 2 on all of our platforms later today. Uh, Rockstar had a little tune for them yesterday. Show 1 went fantastic. Everything uh, basically but sports. They talk about that. A lot of entertainment yesterday. Those guys uh, work their asses off to see a lot of movies. They really do. I I mean, the, the amount of movies foreign films subtitles they they do their work and i'm just with my jaw open going never heard of it you know i saw kadisha by and that was really good Uh, runtime three hours 45 minutes Mm -mm. you know the last movie i saw in a theater it's gonna blow you away uh maverick it was maverick oh yeah the one before that top gun maverick the one before that was the war movie where they shot it all in one scene 1917 yeah Yeah, good good movie so that's the last two that's the last two movies i've seen in a theater movie my wife and i saw was 1917 before covid did they uh run through any uh trenches in 1917? <laughs> on occasion. That's a good movie, though. Yeah, I liked it. I liked yeah, it. Old, I, old boy I, had that message. He was going to get it to somebody. Last two years, I've gone to a lot more movies than I have in the past. Now, I watch them at home. I watched another one last night. Um, I watch them at home all the time. You do, man. I I was talking to um, to Maddie about that one yeah. time. I was like, how, how do y'all find the time? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know least, how. At least one a night. Yeah, like five hours of golf. I don't know how I find the time to watch a 90-minute yeah. movie. Yeah, one. <laughs> what, what movie's 90 minutes? Everything's two hours. Yeah, the movie I watched last night was 99 minutes. 99 minutes. That is the thing. I mean, 
You know, we all do what we love. I love That's going right. to play golf. Lance loves watching movies. Yep. I'm not going to criticize him. Yep. yep. I would think probably watching movies would be at my top right now. And I'm lucky to still have my eyesight, Brownie. Uh, Hemphill bringing, <laughs> bringing you the show today. Uh, Taylor over there says, Hemphill's at my house right now. Pricing a new heating and cooling system for me. He says, be, be nice to me, LT. They tell will. Them to, tell them to be nice. Yeah, 205-229-2090. That is the number you need to call. Number that I call a lot. Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys there. They're going to take care of you. Tell them the next round sit you. Hard to stop a train. Trust the name. Birmingham is trusted since 1954 for all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. It is our friends at Hemphill Service. I know Lunsford is watching the chat. Chase wants the Meltdown podcast. I think we can do that. So I don't know if they're planning on that. Uh, Taylor, Taylor right there. No, oh, well, there it is. Yeah. How about Taylor Korn? Fast, Boom. bro. Keep up, man. Yep. Uh, and Lunsford uh, is the invisible man back there right now. So um, and here we go. This is a little video of the meltdown. I from love yesterday. their set. I think yeah. they did a really good job on their set. Yeah, good stage over there. That yep. is Studio C now. Yeah, that Studio is right. C. Yeah, Studio Only C. took them five weeks to put that together. It did. That's looks, pretty good. Looks really good. It's like we're hanging out in their room. So yeah, that's, that's, I like it. Good show. Now, yeah. is there something about Jaws for Melton? Is that one of his favorites? Because that no is idea. a top ten for me. I, I, think uh, so. I don't like, know if that's Melton or if that's Lunsford. That's but Melton. Melton's yeah. side. Yeah, he is a huge Jaws fan. Is he really? Yeah. One of the greatest films ever. We're getting into about the Meg. I think the Meg and the, the trench is probably the best shark movie ever. Uh, we get into it because uh, Statham is unstoppable. Uh, to start things off today, uh, we'll do a little basketball. Stephen Pearl in the next segment, and uh, Clay Travis and later Andy Kennedy. Big game for Andy's team down Wednesday night, Wichita State, as uh, UAB fighting for that number two seed in the American. They're tied for second right now in that chase. South Florida's got the number one seed for that tournament virtually locked up. The one basketball note in this opening segment, though, will be about Alan Flanagan. We would have all lost money yesterday betting on a suspension. We weren't debating whether or not he would be suspended by the SEC. We were betting how long he would be suspended. If I'd asked you, LT, one game, what was, over, over a half game, over, under, you, everybody would have taken the over yesterday. This kid didn't get suspended at all by the I, SEC. I just don't even know how that's possible. I mean, everybody's seen the video by now, and it's egregious, um, premeditated, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think even Ole Miss fans thought he was going to be suspended. I think they were yeah. super related. I, I, didn't, I haven't seen Ole Miss fans arguing like, oh, you don't know the whole story, or you saw a different angle. I mean, it. I think everybody thought the guy was going to be suspended. I'm baffled as to why he is. And I honestly, I said it on the show yesterday, I thought it might be the remainder of the regular season. Yeah, I would have been surprised. I would have yeah. been more surprised, no suspension, than if you would have suspended him the rest of the regular season and the postseason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know how the postseason works. That's an NCAA event. I guess they would have had to done the postseason. I don't know. The SEC could obviously suspend him from the remainder of the regular season in the SEC tournament, but once it gets to the NCAA tournament, I don't know how. I would assume the NCAA would do whatever the SEC wanted there, but I didn't think it'd go that deep. I just thought the rest of the regular season was at least on the table. Everybody's got conspiracy theories. Chris jumps in with his. I was about to bring up mine, Chris. It's different than yours. Chris says his is that the SEC wants as many teams as they can in the tournament. Ole Miss trying to keep their hopes alive there. Um, well, they're, one of their tickets in, Jim, might be Wednesday night. I mean, that's a big, that's a high net win for them. Yeah. Now, another conspiracy theory is that I, I almost tweeted this last night, but I didn't want to get into uh, Jimmy Alabama debates on social media last night. But there, you know, sometimes if, the, if Chris Beard reaches out and says, listen, I'm going to suspend him. You don't have to. I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, you know? I don't think he has, has he? Yeah, but I have not heard that. <laughs> yes. so we'll, we'll see if he plays in that. Uh, that'll be the one, you know, and Ross is backing that up and a couple people. Will, <laughs> will Beard suspend him? And, and they said, you know, did Greg Sankey reach out and say, hey, we're going to discipline Alan Flanagan. If you're not, hey, we've got it taken care of. We're going to take, we're going to suspend him. Well, on the Wagee situation, Nate Oates said, look, if the conference had not suspended him, I was going to right. for a game. So... I don't know if that's the way that works because it seems like Oates was waiting to see what the conference did before he made a decision. So I don't know that the SEC would have reached out to Beard and said, okay, what's your deal? Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't have thought they would have. He, I mean, I, I think the SEC has to take the lead in that. And here's what I, I think yeah. a little bit of this is going on. And I don't think it's a – I don't think it happens intentionally. But I think we are because of what Nick Saban did at Alabama – for so long in the actual zip code of the SEC office, there is a belief at times around the conference, about to be 16 teams strong, 
15 of them not named Alabama, that sometimes the league office looks favorably on Alabama. Yeah. And and I know that's not true. Well, you have to ignore stacks of evidence to believe that. Yeah, and yeah. you know that's not true. Of course I do. But there is a public perception out there by 15 fan bases and sometimes 15 coaches that maybe Alabama gets a little little oh. wink and a nod. We've, we've had an Auburn player on this show actually say it. I mean, right. Bo Nix literally said the words that Alabama gets all the calls. And again, you've got to ignore evidence to believe that that is the truth. Yeah. But public perception sometimes can yeah. influence your decisions, even though you don't know it's doing it. Just so happens that Ole Miss's next game that a one-game suspension would have been happens to be against Alabama. And all of a sudden, if you come swinging into the defense of Alabama the way the 15 other schools yeah. see it, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's not always the best look. But yeah, like, but it's still Alabama basketball. And Ole Miss basketball has never got the benefit of the doubt on anything. But this is one of those, Lance, where I think even if I want to make the argument, I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to die on this hill. This I'm, not, Rudy, I'm not going to die on this hill. This was Rudy Tomjanovich-like. The intention there uh, was, yeah, it wasn't that was bad. I mean, it was. I mean, I mean, the result wasn't the same, but yeah. the intention was there. Oh, there! Look, I mean, if you see the video, it was premeditated. Uh, there was definitely intent, and I'm just blown away. I've never seen anything like this. I mean, this is more so like what you got with Brandon Spikes with the eye gouge. Yeah, and I think Spikes served two games, three games, maybe. Yeah, I. I mean, I'm just I'm stunned. I really thought at least one game, just based on the Wagee situation, this was far worse than what Wagee did. I thought, didn't you? I don't um, think Wagee's oh, was yeah. good. Yeah, but I thought this was worse. Yeah. And the only thing I can go back to is Wagee did not get kicked out of the game, and so a one game suspension sort of cleans up what the refs should have done. Flanagan did get kicked out of the game with the flagrant two. And so a one-game suspension maybe isn't needed. Maybe that's the reasoning by the SEC office. Okay, you know, wait, wait, the Wagee suspension cleans up what the refs missed. Here's right? the problem. Like when the Lakers were really good with Kobe and Shaq, their so-called enforcer was Rick Fox. Now, when you looked at Rick Fox, he was a model <laughs> he does not look for like the Bahamas. Enforcer, yeah. He didn't, but that was a guy that tried to get under people's skins. And if, if you don't suspend a guy, like if I'm down 20, I'm going to send in a goon. Hey, look, take yeah, that guy out. out. Uh, why would you not if the only if your only repercussion is going to be you're going to be thrown out of that game? What does that matter? Yeah, so that's that's Flanagan eligible to play. We'll see what Chris Beard does tomorrow night when Alabama visits. We'll talk to Stephen Pearl <laughs> next segment about Auburn's visit to Tennessee, which is happening coming up Wednesday night. We'll jump into one football conversation before we get to Stephen. That will hit a couple of times throughout the show after LT tells us about the Sports Betting Alliance and uh, everything that's going on right now here in the state of Alabama. It's a crucial time if you're in favor of sports gambling coming to the state of Alabama. It's a crucial time for you to get involved by calling your state senator or by uh, just being aware on which side of this you want to come down on. If you if you're not in favor of gambling. It's probably important, pretty important time for you to be paying attention. Yeah, if you're probably not in favor of gambling, I would say you're in a minority listening to this show. So I would say the majority of people out there, Bill 151 is something that we have talked about for years and years and years. The Alabama State Senate is soon going to decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casino, sports betting. They need to hear from you, though. Did you know that Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes. I saw somebody in the chat room yesterday. They said they sent the number to all their friends and family. Get on this. For more information, you go to sportsbettingalliance.org. This is paid by paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance, sportsbettingalliance.org. And again, I will give you that number. It is 334-261-0800. 334-261-0800. Write it down. Call it today. And uh, by the way, I left them a message on Friday. They never called me back. Oh, okay. no. Okay, but when you say that, that's not calling the Sports Betting Alliance. That no. is calling your local S- state senator. Sportsbettingalliance.org for more information on those guys. But to call your state senator, 334-261-0800. Did you ask for a callback? I did. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I wanted to discuss this. Okay. So that's, uh, that's that, and that's what's going on there. In, in football world, our buddy Josh Pate was talking on Sunday night about the inevitability, and we'll talk about this again later in the show when we have a little bit more time before Stephen Pearl joins his next segment, 
But he says it's not uh, it's not if but when that the Big Ten and the SEC is exp- they're expanding again. They're on their way to expanding again, and that people in the know are telling him that the 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 the, the machine is turning, that they are heading to a bigger expansion, and it's going to happen. So, do you guys? I think it's stupid. I mean, we I haven't even settled into sixteen yet. Yeah. We're going to go 18, 20, 22. Yeah, I mean, the problem 24. is you're never going to play these teams. Like, I get in the NFL, the way it's set up. You play divisional teams twice. You're playing one division in the conference. You're playing one division out of conference. But now when we get to this in the SEC and the Big Ten, and you start to get 18, 20 teams, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And then he follows up. And, and I know it's about money, but. Yeah. And we'll, it follows up a little bit later on about possible, you know, Automatic four automatic bids for the Big Ten and the SEC, and we'll talk about that for the college football playoffs and divisions and your own semifinals and finals to win a conference championship. But Brown, you've always sort of been on the cutting edge of where we go expansion wise, and you've always felt like Virginia Tech and NC State was out there. But if the ACC starts to implode, is that how you finally get Florida State and Clemson in the SEC? Well, I, you say finally get Florida State and Clemson. I don't know what the appetite for Florida State and Clemson is. When right. you say Florida finally, State and Clemson would jump right now. Yeah, when you say finally get it, you're not saying like you've always wanted them and this is your chance. You no. mean like well, they're on the scrap heap and you finally you say, okay, we'll take them. We always encourage you. Like Josh, it was the yeah. Sunday night show. If you want to go back and see his big 12 or 13 minute conversation about it. But he was indicating that. The next expansion from the Big Ten and the SEC will basically wipe apart out. the yeah. ACC. I think that's probably true. I so, was just asking you to characterize the way you're saying finally get okay. it. Let's, let's pretend the SEC is a ship, and we've come upon the ACC, which is a wreckage, and there are okay. teams that are floating gotcha. okay. in the water. That's the way I thought you meant it. Okay. And Dabo is trying to get Mike uh-huh. Norvell to let him on his door right, so he doesn't drown uh-huh. like it's the Titanic. Yeah. And Greg Sankey's got his little whistle. Which uh, which teams? Okay. Which, this sounds like a bird. Which, a picture, man. which teams do we want to fish well, out of the icy I, waters? I, I would say you probably uh, you probably already had Virginia Tech and NC State in your lifeboat at that point. And keep in mind the Big Ten boats there yeah. too, going trying to get them to join. Uh, so I would say that would be the way Clemson and Florida State would end up, is if like. I mean, they're on the scrap heap. I don't, but I don't know what it benefits the SEC to get there. That's the thing. I mean, we're to a point now. What are brands you want to go out and get? That's yeah. why we are diluting conferences now. This is idiotic, in my opinion. Um, like, what do Clemson and Florida State add for you? What does Clemson and Florida State add yes, to me? They add two better football programs than. Well, you got you got sixteen of those. In, right in now. my opinion, than yeah. Virginia Tech and NC State. I, I don't disagree oh, with you. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, if you're Clemson or Florida State, I mean, Florida State in the SEC last year would have gone what nine and three, uh, ten yeah. and two, nine and three. But if you've got, but if it's a money decision, I mean, just adding better football programs does not add money, and that's the reason NC State and Virginia Tech are more appealing because it expands the footprint. Right, but if again, if if the which AC, is money, if the ACC is falling apart, and and but the, I still got to split money with them if they come into my league. And I the, don't care if it's falling apart or and not. The money's going to be made now by adding your own postseason. Now, if it, if ESPN says, okay, we were spending X on the ACC, it has fallen apart, so we've got some money freed up, and here's what we would like this to look like. I mean, if ESPN goes to Greg Sankey and says, hey, we'd kind of like Florida State and Clemson, uh, we think we could get some good games on TV, and we're willing to pay this for them to come in, now we've got a different story, yeah. right? I mean, if ESPN negotiates the deal and says, yeah, if you let them in, we'll pay their entry fee, basically. We'll pay their initiation. Here's the thing. I mean, look, these, these conferences now, schools are making more money than they ever thought they would make. When does it become about the fans? Like, as an SEC fan, I mean, you fly the flag more than anyone. What do you gain by getting some of these brands? Uh, if there's only going to be two leagues, the AFC, well, NFC, or the SEC Big Ten, however you want to decide it, you want the best available teams. If, you've got to, if, if one's going to have 24 and the other's going to have 24, you want to try to get your best 24. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if that's the way it ends up, if we've got only Big Ten and SEC, yeah. If I if I if I don't have, I honestly if, think it's kind of a sad. I know a lot of people if, are like, look, if NIL, my choice is the Cowboys or the Arizona Cardinals, and we're in the NFL. Give me the Cowboys. I don't want the Arizona Cardinals, right? If I got to choose between the Eagles or the Commanders, give me the Eagles. You know, there are certain brands out there that are better than other brands. They may not be as good as my top brands, but they're still 
better brands than other brands. I want to fight for my best, the best brands out there. Outside of technology, I don't know what has changed more in a a, a faster window than college football. No, That's right. You're, you're probably I really right don't. about that. I mean, yeah. I. I I thought it was I was blown away. We were just doing a show a little over a decade ago when we had the expansion in Texas A&M and Missouri came into this league. And we were talking about what in the hell is going on? This doesn't even make sense. Like geography is out the window now. That's right. And now we're talking about two super conferences. Like, I guess we're numb to transfer portal and NIL now. But I don't know, man. This is just completely a different look. It doesn't matter. We're still going to consume it. We'll still find a way to love it. Um, but. I just, I don't know. Well, a lot of people believe that is the uh, path to uh, the contracts and the ability to do what Nick Saban hated, um, which was the way player movement had. Nick Saban never had a problem with the NIL. It's the, it's the player movement, the ability to leave year to year and have to recruit your whole roster over and over. And that's what a lot of coaches don't like. And that's what uh, one day it'll be settled when we have contracts for these guys and they can't leave free agents after every season unless they've got that contract. Um, it's an interesting debate. Josh Paitlake hit Josh, just like you do with us. Like and subscribe with him. Like and subscribe with us. Give us a thumbs up on all of our platforms today. Stephen Pearl talks basketball on the other side. Big week for Auburn coming off the huge win at Georgia. Game two without Jalen Williams. It's ap- It happens to be up in Tennessee, a top six matchup in the Ken Palm. We'll talk to Stephen next show being brought to you by our friends at A+. The folks uh, that rearrange, much like the SEC and Big Ten, uh, did with college athletics. A-plus went in and rearranged the bathroom for Brown and LT. And they did a tremendous job. That is my man Brad Bell, 205-422-1758. That is 205-422-1758. Here's what Brad masters in. Uh, the master bathroom, the master bedroom closet in the kitchen. Scott is showing you the before photos of my ba- uh, bathroom. A little outdated. It was white. We like the darker colors. So my wife scoured the internet looking for the right person. She read reviews. She talked to people that had used certain contractors, talked to contractors themselves. We got several quotes. We were most comfortable with Brad. I'm glad we selected A-plus style home remodeling. Their crews were on time. They were efficient. They worked hard. They clued us in at the end of every workday what they had done. Uh, I mean, I just, there is nothing, nothing negative I could say about them. But I said, Brad specializes in master bath kitchen and master bedroom closets. Scott is showing you video of a recent closet he did. This is important because you enjoy it while you have the house and it helps your resale value. Those are the places where you're going to help your resale value. So call Brad now, 205-422-1758. Anywhere in Alabama, 205-422-1758. A-plus tile, home remodeling. Stephen Pearl talks Auburn Hoops next. Call the next round now at 205-734-0923. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, mydrytech.com. That is mydrytech.com. Did you know that colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancer deaths in America and that it affects men and women equally? If you're older than 45, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, treatable, and beatable, but early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. Also, 6th Annual Rump Shaker 5K coming up Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. You can register online, rumpshakerinc.org. Ready to swap from your current auto or RV loan provider and drop your interest rate? Now is your chance. With Legacy Credit Union's annual swap and drop promotion, you can swap your current loan and save with Legacy in minutes. Whether you're a member or a potential member, Legacy Credit Union is here to help you drive into savings. Go online to swapanddrop.com or visit one of their nine locations to take advantage of this incredible offer. Limited time offer terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. 
Maybe you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, X, LinkedIn, or TikTok while we're changing the game yet again. Tyler's Telegrams has been developed exclusively for you. Hi, this is the lovable boy you know as Tyler the Intern. I'm a businessman now. I will come directly to your door and tell you every time a new piece of TNR content drops. For the low, low price of $740,000, you can be notified by me, one of the biggest stars of the next round, about that thing you missed. Sure, the rest of those social media services are free, but so is radio, and we all know how well that's trending. Tyler's Telegrams is currently operating exclusively in Bibb County. Other social media platforms are available everywhere. You gotta look your best to play your best, and our friends at Bandwagon can help your team find the perfect uniforms for that upcoming season. Bandwagon is with you every step of the way, from developing your team logo design to choosing from their multitude of samples. You name the sport, they can make it happen. To get your uniform journey started, you can shoot them a message on any social media platform or check out their website, bandwagonsports.com. That's bandwagonsports.com. Next round, listeners, it's time to jump on the bandwagon. Our buddy Charles Barkley, a great Auburn Tiger, and you'll see him in a doubleheader on TNT tonight, is uh, owner of Redmond Vodka. We're proud supporters of Redmond. I bet our next guest has had a little Redmond Vodka before. Again, locally owned and operated, Charles Barkley, as you mentioned, one of the great faces behind it, gluten-free, eight times distilled, available in 22 states. Now, ask for it by name if they don't have it. Tell them to get it. It is Redmond Vodka. Watch Charles on the golf thing last night. It was very, very funny. He on always the match. is. Yep. Uh, Stephen Pearl is with us now, associate men's uh, head coach there at Auburn on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. What is up, coach? How are you today? What's up, fellas? You guys doing all right? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. Uh, that game at Georgia, we, we, we thought it was going to be an interesting game with Jalen Williams out. And we had said on this show, we don't get a whole lot right. Uh, as you know, Coach, we don't know anything about basketball. But we had said, oftentimes when a guy's out, you find out somebody that steps up in that spot. And you really had a couple guys. Aiden Holloway had one of his better days. And then Chad baker Mazaris. So that had to be encouraging beyond just the win for the coaching staff. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you look at Aiden, Chad, and and Chaney uh, all played some of their best games of the season and really stepped up. Um, so, you know, I think the biggest thing with Aiden was just trying to get his confidence back because, you know, we've been saying it all year that every time he shoots the ball, we still think it's going in. So we, we still had ultimate confidence in Aiden. So, you know, we thought switching up the starting lineup a little bit, you know, could pump some confidence into him. And, and Trey Donaldson has played so well with that second group that we didn't think that it would really – had much of an effect on him, but it really did help Aiden kind of get himself going. You know, Chad Baker from the jump, you know, he kind of came to us uh, last week and said, Coach, with Jalen out, you know, I, I really think, you know, you should put me into the starting lineup, which a lot of players, you know, don't uh, have the courage to do that with a coach, but he came from a perspective of trying to help the team because we needed a little more pop in that starting lineup without Jalen in there. And, and we agreed, and, and it, it was a really good move, and he obviously played played tremendously well, and then you know, Chaney Johnson, um, you know, on the road, our last couple games, you know, at Florida, you know, he almost had a double-double uh, at Ole Miss, at Mississippi State. He played some of his better games. So we had confidence that Chaney was going to play well, and he had been playing well. And even after picking up two really early fouls in that game, he did a really good job uh, of staying composed, making some big shots, getting some big rebounds, you know, do, did a really good job defensively. And, you know, there wasn't a ton of, uh, you know, a bled down when, when, when Jalen wasn't there. So, you know, we played one of our better games, honestly, of the year. Um, and obviously it showed and our guys stayed composed. And, you know, it obviously always helps when you make shots on the road and our guys were able to do that. Hey, that three, the three guys you pointed out in the lineup, Aiden, Chad Baker, and Chaney, 56 of your 97 points, more than half your production. Correct me if I'm wrong, those three guys weren't playing Division One basketball. Obviously, Aiden, last year, Aiden was in high school. Uh, you had Northwest Florida State and the University of Alabama Huntsville, right? Yeah, I mean, Chad started out at San Diego State, so he had some, you know, some Division One experience under his belt. But, yeah, all three last year were not playing, you know, Division One basketball. But, you know, the, the, the unbelievable thing about, you know, about basketball is like Division Two JUCO, like there's so much good basketball uh, in college that, you know, they're able to translate pretty quickly to the next level. It does take a little bit of time, but, we, you know, we, we felt really good about our evaluations of obviously all three of those guys plus Denver Jones to be able to come in, you know, from the level that they were at, take a step up. And, and obviously be able to produce. And they've been, you know, four of the most important pieces on this team so far this year and obviously helped us get a huge road win uh, at Georgia on, on Saturday. Uh, at the under four timeout, I don't want you to tell me what Janai Broom told you, uh, but it made you laugh um, as, as you were going to the huddle. Um, uh, in my head, I think he said, 
Uh, man, Katie Johnson is insane, and he's in one of his moods right now. What's it like living with KD? Is he is he that way on the team bus in the team hotel, or is he just that amped up during the 40 minutes we see him on the court? Because he has one of the most unique personalities I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, KD off the court is always like that. He's always got that juiced up, amped up energy. Like, you can hear him laughing from a mile away, and he's just super loud all the time. Um, but, you know, the guys obviously love him. He brings great energy, you know, to our team. Uh, one of the officials came up to me during the game and said, man, it is really hard to officiate Katie Johnson, but if he was on my team, I'd be really happy. So <laughs> while it was, uh, you know, while it was kind of like, a, hey, you need to get him to you know, shut up every once in a while, I, I love how, how hard he plays and with the effort that he plays. You know, KD had a really bad first half, just being completely honest. Like, he wasn't very good. He broke us down defensively, took a bad shot. But to KD's credit this year, when he's had bad halves, He's done a really good job of being able to bounce back, and that's not something he's been able to do in the past. Um, so he's able to put things behind him a little bit quicker now, and he's able to turn things around. And then he had a 10-minute stretch in that second half where you know it got to three, and then he comes out of a timeout. I think Janai makes a three to get it to six, and then KD bangs a three to get it to nine. So you know a huge shot there, had a huge drive to the basket, you know, scoring eight points in the second half. So, I mean – Obviously, you know, his defense and his and his, his energy is obviously, you know, uh, it really helps our team kind of get going. Uh, if he could be a little more consistent in that, obviously, when he's out there, you know, we're, we're, we're a lot better when we get good, KD. Stephen Pearl is with us, the Auburn Associate Men's Basketball Coach, and he's on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. One could make the case that the Tennessee game is personal for the Pearl family. Would, would we be making the right case? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously – during our time there, had a ton of you know great memories going to the NCAA tournament every year, winning a couple SEC championships, um, you know. But you know, obviously, like the one thing that sticks out is how it ended, and you know, it, it it blows my mind how many people are confused by the fact that I don't really care for Tennessee. Like, well, you played there, you know, you you were there for four <laughs> or five years, and I was like, yeah, but they fired our asses, so I'm not really <laughs> understanding how you don't understand why I don't like them, <laughs> like. And they're like, oh, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. And I mean, I've been at, I've been at Auburn for ten years now, you know. So it's like, this is this is home, and you know, obviously, this is who we're loyal to. And you know, we've ended up uh, having a pretty good rivalry with with the likes of Tennessee and Alabama and Kentucky because we've all been at the top of the league for the last you know five or six years. And you know, we've been fighting with Tennessee for SEC championships over the over that time. So it makes it a little more interesting as far as the dynamics go. And, you know, Coach Barnes has done an unbelievable job making them nationally relevant every single year. And, you know, right now I'd say they're probably the best team in our league right now Uh, and having to go into their place, a game game out of first place, you know, playing with a lot at stake. Obviously, it's going to be an unbelievable environment on Wednesday night. You, You said best team in the league. Are they the best combination of guards in college basketball when you look at how different each guard is? I mean, um... I'm not sure if they have the best backcourt in the country, but they, you know, they obviously like they may have one of the best players in the country in Dalton Connect. They may have the best facilitator in the country at Zakai Ziegler. You know, Zakai Ziegler had I think 14 or 16 assists against AM. and if you know a couple of guys had missed wide open shots or layups, he could have had 22 assists in that game. So you know they're at their best when they're out there facilitating, uh, moving the ball, and getting guys open shots. But then you add someone like Dalton Connect. Um, who's able to kind of get a bucket whenever he wants. Oh, and don't forget the guy that was first team all SEC last year in Santiago Vescovi, who's been there for 37. He and I actually played at Tennessee <laughs> together when I was there. Um, you know, he's been there for forever. And then, you know, they come in and have really good bigs and, and Adu and, um, you know, Josiah Jordan James has been there for four or five years. Like they have just a lot of older veteran guys. So I think they're just the most complete team offensively and defensively in our league and one of the most complete teams in the country. Um, I, I consider you and Bruce friends, but I don't know a lot about you. Um, y'all, I, in my head, you guys don't do a lot of grilling, um, smoking a meat down at the lake or anything. Maybe you do, uh, but you, I see the tweet afterwards that Bruce tells the team best call he makes after the game is the ribs at Rafferty's on the way home. Do you guys grill? Because Brown's a big griller. I'm a guy who likes to cater my food. I like to pick my food up, have it ready to go. I'm ready to eat. I don't like to wait for it. Are you guys grillers or are you guys caterers at the lake? 
So BP is more of a caterer and I'm, I'm the griller, uh, at my house, I have a, a big green egg. I have a uni pizza oven. I have a can K open fire grill. I have a Blackstone. My wife is going to kick me out of the house if I buy one more cooking apparatus, but I, uh, I, I love it. Uh, it's something that, you know, I have a lot of fun with, but yeah, he's more of the caterer. Uh, he does cook a little bit, but I do more of the cooking. Uh, we were talking earlier how miserable it would be to live in the cold. And was that the thing you remember most about growing up in Milwaukee? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it would uh, it would it would snow like two feet, and the and the roads would be perfectly clear, and you'd have to walk to school. So yeah, I mean, it was uh, the cold was not a lot of fun. But living, yeah, I lived in Iowa, Indiana, Wisconsin for the first you know seventeen years of my life. So kind of got used to it but i i'm I, I much prefer the south now that i've been here for you know a good portion of my life so it's uh well the weather down here is a lot nicer what, what is the best thing about milwaukee i've heard some cool things during the summer they got some kind of big festival yeah they got summer fest in the summer you know the months of you know probably june 15th through you know probably like early september are the nicest in the country when you go to like you know wisconsin or chicago like with the lakes and the golf courses and all the different things they have going on in the summer. The weather's unbelievable. You know, it's not too hot and it gets, you know, kind of chilly at night. So it's, but then after that, you know, it, it's cold up until June 15th and it's obviously freezing, you know, once, uh, once you get into the September, October months. But, um, Lance, I had a question for you. So I know you were doing like a dry February this month. Right. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not counting. I've only got uh, three more days. Yeah. <laughs> We're having our own midnight madness Thursday night. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's, I mean, you talked about Red Mountain Vodka to come in. What's going to be the first drink that you have on March 1st? Okay. So it will be here. I'm not going to stay up till midnight. People are like, are you really going to stay up till midnight on I Thursday into yeah. Friday? Yeah. I'm not going to do that. It probably will be here on Friday. We typically do like an 11 o'clock happy hour. Probably will oh, start nice. at 10 o'clock. We've got some Wicked Weed, uh, the Pernicious IPA, and we've got Stella on tap. I'll probably go with the Stella, but maybe the IPA. Okay. Yeah. Just kind of e- ease your way into it a little bit. Yeah, like and then it. sunsets, I'll probably go bourbon. or Yeah, and then uh, no, I'll probably go wine for dinner and then bourbon late night Friday. Wow, you are, you're mixing it up a little bit. It's yeah. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a professional. He says that's mental. <laughs> it <laughs> is mental. There's if, nothing if with I beer before it. wine or wine before beer. <laughs> if or I mix it, somebody's beer. holding my hair, man. I'm throwing up. I mix two different liquors. Uh, you're just mentally stronger than everyone else, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's your go-to? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a tequila or a bourbon guy, okay. typically, but... Yeah, and then if I'm with the wife, we'll drink some wine. Some okay, do wine. you do you drink like in a pinch? Would you drink Redmont vodka in a pinch? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I've had Redmont vodka before. It's good. Well, the reason I ask is we do a thing called Last Call with Redmont vodka, and we sit down and do kind of a one-on-one where we're just drinking vodka and asking weird questions. We'd love to either you when season's over, you come up to Birmingham, we come down there, and we do one of those. Would love that. Okay. Absolutely, just tell me when. There we there. go. Oh, there we go. We've got another one scheduled. By the way, um, there's a theory that the Jordan flu game was just uh, poisoned from pizza, food poison from pizza. So if Jets Pizza has a pizza waiting on you, <laughs> be careful. <laughs> got to be careful. <laughs> got to be careful. Hey, uh, before you go, I know there's an event uh, this week that you're very passionate about. You and I were texting earlier today, and I want to give you a moment uh, to open up about something you're passionate about beyond just basketball. Yeah, I appreciate you guys letting me do this, guys. Um, you know, on top of, you know, obviously trying to grow our Vichla family, Lance, Brittany <laughs> and I for the past year have been trying to get pregnant. And, um, you know, it's been a struggle, to be completely honest with you. And we've had to come up to Homewood uh, a ton this past year at Alabama Fertility Clinic and work with Dr. Mann to try and get pregnant. And um, we've been having to do multiple rounds of IVF to try and accomplish this. And, you know, as many of you who are listening or, you know, maybe you don't know, but it, it's it's a taxing, you know, process mentally, physically, emotionally, especially, you know, on, on my wife, Brittany. Um, you know, we're lucky that we're in the stage right now where we're really close, actually weeks away from implanting a, a healthy embryo into her, which is amazing. Um, but then last week, you know, the Alabama Supreme Court ruling came out that, you know, embryos are considered children. Uh, and it paused all IVF services across the state of Alabama. So, you know, we're obviously in jeopardy of missing our window, but there's hundreds, if not thousands of families across the state who are trying to you know, obviously create life and have children that are also in the middle of this very expensive treatment that are now also delayed because of the ruling. Um, and on Wednesday, February 28th at the state house in Montgomery, 
there's going to be a, a gathering of people that are supporters of IVF and fertility clinics. Um, and I just would, you know, I can't be there because we'll obviously be at Tennessee. My wife will be there though. Um, and you know, I, I would just support or I encourage anyone in the area in Montgomery or who is able to go, um, and, and, and show support if that's something that they're comfortable doing, or that's something that they believe in, because, you know, at the end of the day, like all these are trying to do in a pro-life state is bring beautiful, precious life into the world. And obviously we're hoping that this gets reversed soon uh, because obviously we're, we're really excited about starting our family in the state of Alabama. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we can uh, move this along. So, so many others could do the same as well. Well, that is very well said. And, um, you know, I, I know that's a very personal thing you just opened up about very publicly there. So I admire you for doing that. And obviously you and Brittany will be in our prayers and uh, hopefully that can all get worked out for you guys. I appreciate you guys very much. Yep, yep. Yep. Thank you, Coach. Good talking with you. Good luck at Tennessee. See you, buddy. All right, fellas. Thanks. All right, War take, Eagle. Yep, take care. That is Coach Stephen Pearl with us, uh, the associate uh, men's basketball coach at Auburn. Um, and, you know, that, that's a personal battle. That takes a lot yeah. of character Boy, to open up like that. And you guys have known people. I've known people that have had to go through that. And it is such a massive deal. And I think we take for granted um, – you know, Bethany, my ex-wife, had complications with both Leighton and Jack, but we're fortunate both are completely healthy and great now. But, you know, it was kind of touch and go for a little bit. But it, I, I do think we take for granted, um, you know, having kids, pregnancies, because some people just ease through it. And it's amazing, man. You can have crackheads that don't want a baby that'll sit it on somebody's doorstep or leave it at a fire department. They don't care anything about it. And then you got, you know... Good people trying to uh, have a kid, and, you, and it's just such a difficult process. Our friends at Rump Shaker is trying to help out some awareness. I will say this, though. If uh, a healthy embryo is ready to go and you're worried about you know life, what's going to happen to a healthy embryo? It's, I, a, I, it's a crazy debate that we've uh, divided. And yeah. if you're a believer, uh, to me... Uh, where do you think that knowledge to come up with IVF came from? Yeah, I, I mean, I, that, that I've read to be that, ordained. I've read everybody thinks it's going to get sorted out. It's just a process of doing it. So hopefully that uh-huh. is the case. Too much politics, too much government. Hey, did you know that colon cancer, second leading cause of cancer deaths in America, it affects men and women equally? If you're 45 or older, Rump Shaker encourages you to talk to your doctor about screening options that are available. Colon cancer is preventable, it's treatable, it's beatable. Early detection is the key. For more information, please visit us. Go to rumpshakerinc.org. That's rumpshakerinc.org. Also, join us for the 16th annual Rump Shaker 5K Saturday, March 23rd at Regents Field. To register for that, for more information on that, Go online, rumpshakerinc.org. And our friends at Way to Wellness, your journey to healthy living. Here's an opportunity for you to jumpstart something right now in 2024. February's about to be over with, which means pools will open up at the end of March. We'll do spring break, and then it's off and running all summer long. Why not look your best? Um, be the best you can be with our friends at Way to Wellness, your journey to healthy living. For me, it's about blood pressure and cholesterol numbers, life-saving treatments I get right there at Way to Wellness. You can find out what they can do for you by going to this website, aplanforme.com, aplanforme.com. You'll find out that Leslie and her board-certified team right there have a number of different eating plans for you. They've got food. they got snack bars for you. Whatever plan fits you, everything is designed specifically for you. I know Lunsford is killing it right now. I am not doing as well as Lunsford right now. I need to get back on it and start really killing it and get ready for the summer. It doesn't matter. You can drop off, get on because there's no contracts, no sign up fees. And that first consultation is free. It's way to wellness. Your journey to healthy living back in a moment on TNR. Follow Tom Lunsford on Twitter at JLunts. Legacy Credit Union has the ultimate game changer for your finances. With Engage Checking, you can earn 3% APY on balances up to $15,000. You heard correctly, 3% APY. But it's not just about scoring with high yields. With Engage Checking, you can get paid up to two days early. That means your paycheck, Social Security, tax refund, you name it, you get it early. So stop sitting on the sidelines and get in the game with Engage Checking. Sign up today at LegacyCreditUnion.com or visit any nine Greater Birmingham area branches. APY is annual percentage yield. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. Hey, if you're looking for Birmingham's best pizza, you need to stop in and see our friends at Slice Pizza and Brew. It's as local as you can get from the ingredients that go into every pizza to the beer on tap. For a great lunch or dinner, go see our friends today, Vestavia or Lakeview at Slice. 
Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty, almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call. GutterCapBirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now, 205-823-2212. Cap it, don't snap it, it's Gutter Cap. The wait is over. Tonali has arrived. Beautifully distinctive Italian styling and performance. Come test drive the all-new 2024 Alfa Romeo Tonali plug-in hybrid at Alfa Romeo of Birmingham. The all-new Tonali offers best-in-class horsepower and torque. Fastest 0-60 to 60 times in its class. Plus best-in-class range with full electric charge. And best of all, qualified Tonali leasees are eligible for up to $7,500 EV tax credit factored into your lease. Hurry down to Alfa Romeo of Birmingham and experience the all-new Tonali. Tournament time is almost here, but anytime is a great time to jump on with MyBookie.ag. When you sign up at MyBookie.ag, use code NEXTROUND for a special sign-on bonus. You can use that bonus right away. Win once with it. It is yours and yours forever. Not like some of the sites that make you win 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 times before you keep the bonus. You win once at MyBookie.ag. It is yours forever. Basketball tournaments, NBA, the start of Major League Baseball, NASCAR, and golf. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. MyBookie.ag. Code NEXTROUND. Sports fans, Alabama State Senate will soon decide if you get the right to vote on a lottery, casinos, and sports betting. But they need to hear from you. Did you know Alabama is one of only 12 states where you can't legally bet on sports? House Bill 151 allows you to choose whether you can place a bet on the big game this weekend. Call your state senator today. Tell them to vote yes on the lottery and gaming bill. For more information, go to sportsbettingalliance.org. It's paid for by the Sports Betting Alliance. Again, sportsbettingalliance.org. It's time to pull the trigger on the Next Round merch that you've been eyeing. We know there's a lot to choose from at nextround.store, so here's a few of our favorite picks. If you want to match LT and Brown, go with a TNR logo hoodie and throw in one of Dunaway's favorite hats. Any of them will do. The backroom's go-to is the classic logo t-shirt, while my personal favorite is the light blue TNR crew neck. All of these items can be found at nextround.store and are EG approved. Rest assured, your order will be packed with lots of love from us here at the next round. Head over to nextround.store to start filling up your cart. Q Freeze 2.0 starting today. Auburn's on the field. More on that. In just a second, after LT tells us about our friends at Odie's. Yeah, Odie's Tavern. We're going to be out there tomorrow night. We do it every Wednesday night. Odie's Team Trivia. That's at the original location in Crestline. Get there a little early. We'll start a little after 8 o'clock. Enjoy great food from Rodney Davis. But not only that incredible location, also the newest location right there in Homewood, the corner of Oxmoor and Broadway. You can sit outside on the great patios. Enjoy incredible weather, ice cold beer buckets full of the Bud Light. Get in and see Will Haver. Two locations, Odie's Tavern. So here we go, man. Man, Auburn uh, on the practice field, practice one today, as we're to that point of the calendar where spring football cranks up. And uh, Hugh Freeze has settled in with a great recruiting class. Some of those guys are on campus ready to go for spring drills. Um, I'm not asking expectations for, for spring at Auburn, but I, you know, I guess I'm asking, what are you, what are you looking for? What are you watching? Well, I mean, I think in almost any spring situation texas well texas actually will be this to some extent you're always looking at quarterback right that's right that is always the focus of spring is is quarterback and you know i think a lot of times it's spring More in some places than others well yeah and i you know i said texas because obviously quinn yours is the starter but you've got a backup that everybody wants to see play right so you're gonna you're gonna have some focus on him and i think at auburn are any of these backups you know whether you know it's it's Walker Wright, any of these guys, are they pushing the quarterback position to get better? Because I think everybody would agree, even your most ardent Auburn fan would say, yeah, quarterback position can get better. It was not great last year. It can get better, and some of that is receiver, too. Who's he throwing to? I mean, there there are a lot of things that go into it, but I think that's what everyone naturally is going to focus on. Yeah, look, I'm still shocked that uh, Peyton Thorne's going to be the guy. I am, too. You know, in Hugh Freeze, you trust. You hired him because he's a, a really good offensive mind. And if he feels comfortable with the quarterback that he went and got in the portal last year, you know, you saw a couple of flashes from Peyton Thorne. I just don't know consistently, could he be good enough over a 12-game regular season schedule to put you in a pretty good position for a year two? Yeah. Here are the other quarterbacks on the roster right now, if you forget. Uh, and our buddy Zach Blackerby, who uh, does a Village of Ice, um, part of the uh, – 
War Damn Pods over at uh, Disrupt the Media, the, the three times a week show that we have. Uh, list in this order, Peyton Thorne, one on his uh, spring depth chart. He goes Hank Brown, two, Holden Gurner, three, and Walker White, the newcomer there at four. Well, I mean, if there was going to be another starting quarterback other than Peyton Thorne, look, and I know we saw Hank Brown against Maryland in the yep. bowl game. Uh, we saw Gurner a little bit last year, but I think most people think it would be Walker, right? Like if there was a guy that is going to push him and possibly – be starting games this season. I think that's who Auburn fans would want. I mean, it's obviously the first name I mentioned there, and I, you know, that wasn't an accident. I saw Zach's, um, I saw his depth chart there. I think Walker White's probably four on the depth chart because you've seen nothing of Walker White, right? I mean, he kind of has to start fourth on the depth right. chart. You've already seen Hank Brown, as you mentioned in the bowl game. Holden Gurner has played, you know, off and on for, for a couple of years now. I mean, you've seen. What both those guys could do, you haven't seen Walker White. I mean, if you came out of spring and Walker White was the number two coming out of spring, it probably wouldn't blow you away, would it? No. no. I don't think he'd be number one. I don't think he's going to come in. I think he will be number two coming out of spring. Yeah, and so to me, I mean, I think that's an interesting storyline then. Now you've got a young guy that could potentially in the summer push Peyton Thorne to get better. I think you always want a ton of competition at quarterback as much as, as any position out there. You don't want a quarterback to get comfortable and know he's the number one no matter what happens. And that would be the worst thing that could happen to Peyton Thorne right now is to know there's nobody that could push me. That's not to say Peyton won't go out on his own and do it, but he's forced to go out on his own and do it if he thinks Walker White's a threat. And if you're an Auburn fan, that's what you're dying to hear. Jarquez and company are running back. You know what you have there. Uh, Cam Coleman's there, if I'm right about this. He's on campus. So I think everyone's excited to see just how good the five-star wide receiver is. Perry Thompson and Malcolm Simmons are going to arrive later. They're not going to be there for the spring. Um, But Cam Coleman may be the best receiver Auburn has, at least on paper, since. Best receiver Auburn has on paper since. It's been a while. This is my point. Oh, my gosh. Ryan Davis? Oh, maybe. Uh, Better than that. Guys, I mean, I'm just looking at – I think the expectation for both incoming freshmen wide receivers is going to be they are going to be the go-to number ones on both these rosters. Oh, I would agree with you. Coleman and Williams. I would 100% agree with you. I think Cam Coleman and Ryan Williams are the number ones. I mean, I I want to go back to Ryan Davis. I'm not saying like – Darvin Adams? Darvin Adams, Ryan Davis. I'm just saying those guys at least put numbers up. Auburn – do you know Auburn did not have – I'm trying to – I'm pulling it up right now. They did not have – a wide receiver that had more than 350 receiving yards this year. Do you oh. know this past year? You know how hard that is to do? Well, yeah, in American football, in yes. American forward pass football. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ronnie Daniels in like '99, yeah. the last time they've had a thousand yard receiver. Is that right? Is it yeah. been, a, is it been well, a quarter of a century? Yeah, I need to look, Lance, real quick because back in the I think it was the 2019 season. Yeah, JT83 is saying, does the Auburn has never had a 1,000 yard receiver since? Stat still holds. It still what, holds. Yeah, that's what LT's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean that stat holds the back to back 10 win season since '88-'89. Yes. I think still. Yeah, Sammy Coates got close back in the day. Yeah, it was uh, nine something. Darvin Adams had nine hundred sixty three, so he was really close back in that twenty ten season. But uh, most recently, Seth Williams eight hundred thirty receiving yards is as close as anybody has come. So it's been a long time since Auburn's had a prolific receiver. Yeah, Car- uh, Cam and Perry are two of the best receivers Auburn's ever had. Yeah. Says Troy from up in Kentucky, making that projection there. Perry not on campus. Cam Coleman is. Will says Darius Slayton was underrated. Darius Slayton's actually had a sneaky good NFL career yeah, yeah. for for what he was yeah. at Auburn. I would say he's had a better career with New York than he's had. I don't think Auburn. there's any doubt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then the boring part. It's the offensive line. It always is. It is. It doesn't have the flash. It's just. It's. It's not the skill positions. Uh, you, you even look at the NFL Combine, folks. Uh, they'll do defensive tackles and linebackers together on Thursday. On Friday, let's see. On Friday, they'll roll out their uh, DBs and their tight ends. On Saturdays, they do quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers. And on Sunday, the last day when everybody's leaving and nobody's watching it on television anymore. They do the offensive line. That's because their big drill is like the cone drill. Yeah. <laughs> no, two reps is 225. Yeah, yeah. I want to see guys run the 40. That's what I, I, that's what I, I want. I don't want to see the offensive lineman yeah. run the 40. It but looks like such it, a struggle. It really does. But as any fan, Auburn fan or not, will tell you that the, the, the games are won by these five guys that are going to line up tackle to tackle. 
on the offensive line. You just look at what Michigan and Georgia have done the last three years. They've been really good offensive linemen. Washington won the big Piano Case Trophy. Um, Joe Moore Award. Joe Moore Award last year. I, I, mean, I wonder the correlation. Like, if you went back, and I'm, I can find this right now as we talk, uh, Joe Moore Award winners, I would say that three out of four are probably in the college football playoff. I think the offensive line is that yeah. important. Well, I don't think Cole and them would give it to somebody that was not in the playoffs. That's that's not good offensive line play. Even a even a non-dunk-wearing, non-dude, ball-talking dude like me understands that Good offensive line play usually has you in the playoffs. I, I I just realized I heard our friend Tom Hart. I don't know if it was with us or somebody else. He's a dude guy. Oh, Tom Hart talks oh, yeah. dudes. He's a big dude guy. Dude guy. Uh, well, I was talking to Tom Hart at the Bama basketball game the other night, and he had done Missouri the night before. I was telling him, I was like, man, I was watching last night. You had the Missouri game in Columbia, and that was the late game, right? That was yeah. not the early game. That was the late SEC. And now you're here in Tuscaloosa. He goes, oh, I was in O'Hare Airport. Like five hours ago. Yeah. I was like, that's insane, man. And then I started thinking, of course, he's just calling the game. The basketball officials were doing the exact same thing that Tom Hart was doing, and they got to run up and down and call the game. Uh, just just for a little reference here, uh, so Alabama, they won the national championship 15, or they lose to Clemson? Yeah, they won 15 and 17. Okay, yeah. 15 they won. I just need to remember. I'll pull up my sleeve. <laughs> Iowa won it in 16. This is past award wins for the Joe Moore Award. Um, 17 was Notre Dame. I think they were in the playoffs, right? 18, Oklahoma. 19, LSU wins the national championship. 20, Alabama wins the national championship. 21 and 22, Michigan were in the college football uh, playoffs. You've made your and case. then 23, Washington yep. played for the national championship. Yeah, that's the Joe Moore Award there. A look into Auburn's practice, which starts today, brought to you by our friends at Michelson, Michelson Laser Vision. Yeah, 205-969-8100. That is the number you need to write down. Make the call today. Find out if LASIK is right for you in 2024. Over two decades ago, I went in, I had the 2200 vision. I was legally blind without the aid of contacts. 2015 vision, better than 2020. Now, Dr. Mark Michelson, Dr. Jen Michelson, best in the business. Call 205-969-8100. Ask for Amy. She's going to hook you up with pre-inflation pricing. For more information, michelsonlaservision.com. On this date in history, Rockstar, 1980, a lady by the, I assume a lady, Gloria Trainer, I Will Survive, debuted on the charts. 1980. Oh, First, I was afraid. And then Cake made it beautiful. I was petrified. Oh, I do think I like the Cake version better. Give me the Cake, cake version. Cake is so I annoying. I will yeah. survive. I'm just going to talk really fast. Yeah, I've never liked Cake. <laughs> My favorite version of that song is, uh, I brought this up yesterday, I think, when Michael was doing, uh, he was doing CPR on The Office, and they said he'd do it to, uh, to the beat of the Staying beat, alive. Staying alive. And he goes, at first I was afraid. I was petrified. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That is Call such it. a good episode. Yeah. So that's uh, on this date in 1980. Gloria Gaynor still with us or uh, or she dead? On it. Oh, I, did I say Gloria Trainer? It's Gloria Gaynor. It's Gloria Gaynor. You're yeah. thinking Megan Trainer? Yeah. yeah. That would be a heck of a combo. Gloria Gaynor in 1980 was still probably 25. Yeah. Yeah. Aged 80. <laughs> Aged okay. 80. Still with us. Lance. How about that? Yeah. 80 years old. How yeah. about that? <laughs> yes. EVH93, one of our great female listeners. Gainer, not trainer. Um, is that as popular uh, with women? I will survive as uh, it's raining men. I think with I will women? survive as much more popular than yeah. raining men. Yeah. yeah. I, it's raining men more popular with women or men? I'm about to go out and get soaking wet. <laughs> no, I guarantee there was like Written a Monday by. or Tuesday night at Studio 54, and it was like. Guys, you don't need to bring anything. Just show up at Studio 54 because it's raining men. Who yeah. wrote it? Paul Schaefer from David Letterman. Paul Schaefer wrote It's Raining yeah. Men? Fantastic. Yeah. Art imitating life. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, same, he was all about it. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day coming up pretty soon. Rockstar's got a picture of... Uh, I love these uh, boozy-infused um, ice creams that you get. Yeah. Um, this, one, this one is from... Hold on. The the folks at Guinness. Okay, well, I'm telling you, I have found, and I'll give you guys off air, the ice cream sandwich, the $4 ice cream sandwich. Yes. I had one last it, night. Is it boozy infused or no? It is not boozy infused. Okay. Again, it's dry feb for me. But this is, and I'm not an ice cream sandwich guy. This is by far not even close, best ice, ice cream sandwich of all time. One of the flavors is a miso ice cream sandwich. I don't really know how they miso. they infuse the miso. It is fantastic. Well, that does not sound good at no. all. No, I just had the original last night, so I've had three different ones: the dark chocolate, the miso, and the original. And they're but they got a million flavors. Fantastic. Uh, so an ice cream sandwich. Yeah, four that, bucks. Yeah. And how many of these are you eating a week? 
Oh, I don't know, one or two, one or two. Is it, is it a take home packet or is it? Is it a no, you establishment buy, you go to? No, you it's 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 a local market. You buy them just individual, okay, individually wrapped. Um, the Guinness folks have a, a boozy ice creams out. Uh, no worry about the picture, Rockstar. Uh, five five percent ABF. Got to be legal age to drink it. Tipsy, tipsy scoop is what it is. It's a uh, Disgusting look at. I don't really love a good Guinness in a glass. I'm going to hate it in my ice cream. But if you want it for St. Patrick's Day, you can do that. When we come back, Clay Travis joins the show that is being brought to you by Dr. B. Yeah, make the phone call today. Schedule that consultation. I went to see Dr. B a couple of years ago. My hair is more than double in thickness. All I am doing is that non-invasive treatment three times a week, 30 minutes each time on the couch, 205-319-0316. You can also go online for more information, t3hair.net. Dr. B is also offering the Census Transdermal Infuser. This enables Dr. B to get various medicines and therapies into the scalp where the hair follicles are without using any injections. This is revolutionary as Dr. B can pinpoint delivery of a patient's genetically specific products without any needles. Make the phone call that I made. If you know a friend, uh, your boyfriend, husband, whoever, be preemptive. They start thinning out. Dr. Beckenstein is the guy they need to call. 205-319-0316 or T3hair.net. Follow the next round on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Next Round Live. 